Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pixel Refresh Podcast. I am your host, Marco Rodriguez, and I'm joined, as always, by the wonderful, the lovely, the beautiful, the handsome, Mario Amaral. Da-da, I am here for your satisfaction. I feel <laughs> that's not even a word. No, I make my own words. <laughs> satisfaction. <laughs> yes, satisfaction. Uh, what's okay. going on? How are you doing? <laughs> what's up, man? I'm all right. It's Friday. I'm happy to be done work. It's Friday. I'm happy to be here talking. You know, it's, it's Friday. <laughs> I'm really happy, but I'm going to work tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, but you make that, you make that guap, that extra money. I make that dollar bills, bro. Dollar I make those bill, dollar bills. Y'all. Make that cheddar. Whatever they use in the rap songs now, I forgot. <laughs> Yeah, what is the word that they use? In I don't know. There's now? a word though. I I I've heard it like a million times in the, the songs. Green? I to no, it's it. not the green. No, right? The green, cheddar. It's... No, there's too many words for money. Cheddar now. is like an older like rap from the 2000s. Definitely cheddar then. <laughs> it's weird. So many names for money. <laughs> no, there is. So funny thing you mentioned that is that at my company, uh, all the boardrooms, all the meeting rooms are named after different the names of the rooms are different ways of saying money but yeah so uh how's your week been how's how's everything it's been all right you know it's uh i gotta say it's been like pretty much every other week weather hasn't been too bad hasn't been great either we've had quite a bit of rain here in the gta well at least in 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 the in the toronto area and uh it's kind of uh let's put a downer on it because i i'm i'm looking forward to the weekend I don't, I don't think we have too much rain, if any, this weekend, do we? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I, th- I would be really disappointed. Like, this entire week has been so on and off. I would love for the weekend to just be sunny. Yeah, it's saying on, at least in Mississauga, it's going to be 24 degrees, sunny. Sunny? And Here yes. in Toronto, it's going to be sunny with cloud. Oh, whatever. Sunny with cloud is still oh, okay. sunny, okay? All right. Yeah, you're true. True, true. No rain. Yeah. No rain this weekend, so I'm excited for that. What about you? How's your week been? It's been okay. It's a bit slow. Uh, work has been, um, I, I shouldn't say slow. I mean, slow in other aspects. Work has been kind of really busy. Um, it sounds like it's been busy, especially since you've just gotten home. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, it's been okay. It's been good. I can't complain. Um, I have been playing a ton of Fortnite, just to transition really? into like what I've been doing lately. And, and this is on I've been what? playing actually across my Switch, my <laughs> Xbox, and my PC, all three of them. And is this character the same character? Is that possible? Yeah, it's the same character across all the systems. Oh, okay. I didn't know you could do that. So you could just jump from any platform and keep the same character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. So everything I earn on one platform like propagates to the other ones as well. So yeah, have you been... always played? So or I stopped. Okay, something... so I stopped playing. I started playing Fortnite. I bought Fortnite when it was like in early beta and. There wasn't even a battle royale mode. Um, there was just something called Save the World, or what they're called Save the World now. And I played it for a while, and then eventually I stopped playing. And then they started doing these things called these seasons. So every I think it's sixty or seventy-five days is a season, and they add new things to the game and all this stuff. And so for this season, I was like, eh, why don't I just buy a battle pass, which is like thirteen bucks, and I'll just try and get every weekly achievement done and see if i can uh, get better at the game uh the getting better at the game part uh, i haven't done uh, <laughs> but uh i definitely have uh been accomplishing or completing all my weekly achievements which is pretty cool so okay hold on so you said you bought a battle pass i don't really understand what a battle pass is because 
for me, it's the game's free to play. So what do you mean you purchased it before it was, you know, uh, a legit full game? So it's still, if you, if you think about it in all technicality, it's still not a full game. It's still in some sort of beta or early release or early access. Is that um, why it's free to play at the moment? No, the intent the entire time with the game was to have it free to play. And then there would be like these, what they call founders packs. So I purchased the game, which basically means that... In the early days, you would have to purchase the game to get early access to it, and it wasn't free to play yet. Uh, and then okay. they eventually introduced the Battle Royale mode, which was a free add-on. And now that Battle Royale mode is like pretty much one of the most popular games in the world. But because it's a free-to-play game, there's a couple of things. They have like cosmetic stuff that you can outright buy, like skins for your character, skins for your paraglider, skins for your pickaxe, so on and so right. forth. I knew this, like in-app purchases, basically. And then, and then they have what they call um, a battle pass. And so before I explain what the battle pass is, I got to tell you that every week there are new sets of challenges. Completing those challenges gives you experience to level up. Uh, and some... Uh, and so what, if you think of a battle pass, it's a tiered system. And when you hit certain levels, uh, you get those cosmetic items for free. Basically they're apart. Oh, okay. If you pay, if you pay to upgrade your battle pass to like a gold battle pass, right? So $13 instead of your rewards being like, let's say once every 10 levels, it's once every level. So every level you get in the battle pass, you get a new cosmetic item, uh, as well as in your ch weekly challenges, instead of only having three you have seven. So you have more opportunities to gain more XP to get to get more of those those uh, items as a part of your battle pass. So my question to you is, is there a level cap? Is there a level cap on the battle pass or on the character? On the character. Like, is there a max level you can get to, like, uh, when you upgrade? Uh, I don't know, actually. On the character, I, th there is a level for the character specifically. I don't know what the cap is. I know the battle pass level is 100. There's a cap at 100. The reason I'm asking is because if, like you said, you get a an upgrade every level versus every whatever amount of levels you said, seven yeah. or four. Um, so if you if you upgraded that fast, you would eventually hit that cap a lot quicker. So is there like when you're finished one character, like there's other characters you just end up uh, leveling up? Uh, no. So th there is a differentiation. So those, those same challenges that I was telling you about, they give you two things. They give you XP for your character. So for you to level your character up and then to level the battle pass up, you get something called stars. And so the more stars you collect, the more tiers you'll get of the battle pass basically. All right. Um, so yeah. So what I mean by that, what I mean by my earlier statement is that you use those challenges to get those stars but your rewards on a basic battle pass are one every 10 levels, 10 battle pass levels. Whereas, oh, okay. in, whereas in a gold battle pass, it's literally once every level. So you could do like three challenges and, for example, do those three challenges and get another two slots on your battle pass filled out and get the items associated to those two slots. And those could be anything from cosmetics, emotes, um, XP multipliers. So right now I have 70% 70, 70 plus for my XP gain. So I gain XP faster for my character. And there's other things like I can have, right now I also have a multiplier on the the XP that my friends get when they play with me. Oh, that's cool. So right now you'll get 15% extra XP when you play with me. Okay. And and you know what, to be honest, in these sort of games, just like in Call of Duty and, and, and Destiny, yeah. the main thing that keeps you going is the upgrades. 
yeah. is the is the leveling up, right? So if it were just and there are games where you're just out there and um oh man, what's that uh that Unreal tournament, right? Yeah. There really isn't leveling or upgrading. You kind of just go out and yeah. and, and in, you're just in those type of games, yeah, right? because like the the weapon distribution and like it's right, cuz you're of... picking up weapons just in the map kind of thing, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like get there first get there quick so it's different right so in these type of games definitely it's all about leveling up and getting some really cool gear and that's what keeps you going because realistically a game like this could get really boring really quick yeah definitely and, and they're doing a great job i think of of mixing it up right like they're constantly adding new weapons and they're constantly you know changing up you know what what people call the meta of the game it's basically like how people now engage in uh in battles with each other because you know Oh, so they added a new submachine gun. The submachine gun is really powerful. So people have to change up their strategy when they come across somebody with this machine right. gun, right? So um, it's really interesting. It's, it's, it's harder to explain the battle pass to the listener than it is for them to just load up the game and go check out what a battle pass is. Um, so would you, would you say this is a game you recommend? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's free to play. You can pick it up. And if you want to, if you're really into the cosmetics like I am, uh, instead of buying the cosmetics outright, just buy a battle pass. It's like thirteen bucks, and the more you play, and, the more cosmetics you get. And that's thirteen bucks for the month. Uh, for the season. So for the season, okay. Yeah. So the season is more than a month. So it's seventy some odd days. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, and yeah, and it's not reoccurring. Like if I buy this one pass, it's not going to renew me for the next pass. Right, right. You right? just you bought a pass, you like it, you can buy yeah. a pass later on. Maybe you can have like a two month period where you don't buy a pass. And Ultimately, what you pass. want to do is you want to buy a pass and try to get all the levels of the pass so you can get everything as a part of that pass. Right. So all at the that skins, point, all the everything. You're you're making sure you buy a pass when you have time to play this game. Definitely. If you don't have time to play right. this game, then don't even bother with a pass. Yeah, you're just throwing away your money. You are. All right, sounds interesting. I, I really haven't got into the game. I hear everyone talk about this. It's either you love Fortnite or you love PUBG. Um, I haven't really got into either, to be honest. I would say pick it up casually on your Switch. You know, something to I just, did download it on the Switch, actually. I would say pick it up casually on the Switch because like, you don't, you don't have to be amazingly good at the game to enjoy or have fun with it, right? I've dropped into matches where I die like within three minutes and then I'm in another game within 30 seconds. So it's like it's you know, so... It's so quick yeah. that it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I've actually, to be honest, I've downloaded it on the Switch. I haven't got a chance to actually play it because I was just letting it download in the background. It didn't download that quick. It's a pretty big file from, from what I remember. So it wasn't something that was like done in half an hour. Yeah. So I'll definitely pick up the Switch and out. It must be done and, and I'll give it a go. I'll, I'll try it out. Talking about uh, the Switch. Yeah. Have you heard about this mod that's out for the Switch? Oh, yeah, yeah. You were telling, you showed this to me. Yeah, so... Um, I don't really know many details about it. I started to read the article that you sent me and said that these chips are ready for, I guess, deployment. Like to, they're they're close to ready to de to deploy. So they've sent out um they've sent out a few already. They I think this is like their their fourth batch or their second or third batch. I can't remember. They they aren't ready because they sold out. Oh. Yeah, so they sold out really quick, and then a lot of people are saying that uh, basically they'll be ready by, let's say, August 3rd to ship out. The company is called Executor. Okay, so yeah. Ex they've, they've, been making, they've been making chips for oh, a yeah. long time. They've been making chips for a long time. So this isn't anything super new. The Switch was um, what we call jailbroken or hacked or whatever the terminology you want to use for quite a bit. People yeah. were making these um, homemade jigs or like uh, 3D printed jigs. And you connect it to a computer and you'd you'd um, 
you know, send the payload and, and get into the custom firmware. But they've made it super easy where anybody can do it. Yeah. Okay, it comes with a jig, which I heard is really high quality from the reviews. Okay. So the jig basically, it, it goes into where the controller, uh, one of the controls, I'm assuming the right side, uh, you know how the controls come out? Yeah, so it you go, slide it, it slide, into there. So you slide it into there, and I'm assuming it connects two points. Okay. Like that's its main purpose is to connect two points. It's basically putting it to like, let's just say developer mode or something, a mode you wouldn't be get, able to get into, right? Yeah. And then and then there's another piece that connects into the uh, actual bottom USB-C, yeah. which is like two capacitors in there. And I don't know exactly how it works, to be honest. Yeah. I haven't really got into it either. But the whole reason I want to talk about this is the, the cool thing about it is it's it's as easy as uh, connecting this, this piece to the bottom of your USB-C and putting this other piece into where the controller goes the jig and then holding power and like volume up and automatically booting into this custom software so where's the software coming from is it in that and then that usb thing or so it's in the usb thing they give you with every usb dongle let's call it the usb uh, usb c dongle it comes with a license okay. so one license per uh unit so the unit once you go online and you activate the license if you buy buy the pro version so there's two versions. One, I think, is just the license, and one comes with the dongle and the jig. Okay. Because, like I said, people can do this other ways. Okay. So they're selling both the aftermarket firmware and right. the actual means of getting it onto the system. Right. An another reason they do that as well is once you've used this jig on a console, it's locked into that console, the firmware. But that doesn't mean if you had two switches, you couldn't use it on another switch. You would just have to buy another... Uh, another license. Another license, right? Okay. It's so funny that hacking <laughs> hacking into something, they want you to buy a license. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> right? It's very it's interesting. So weird. It, it's like, hey, listen, what they've worked hard on this, right? They, they've taken their time. Yeah, to it's this, a but, proprietary software. I get it. It yeah, makes sense. It's, it's just funny, right? It's so kind of no of, different than buying a mod chip. Remember, like back in the day, like... Right. You were buying a mod chip. You can think of it as like the chip and software all at the same time. Like, So they've hacked the Switch, which we knew was going to happen because it runs on basically... Yeah, again, like, like you were saying Android. earlier, they already have custom firmware that they can run on certain versions of the Switch. So Right, so this was already out. So the really cool thing about this is it supposedly at the moment works with any software. Of course, using this and playing, uh, you know, backup games. So backup games could be backups of your own cart games. You yep. can actually back them up. Uh, so if you had a buddy and he had a game that you wanted, you could grab that game, put it into your Switch, copy it onto, you know, the SD card. Yep. There is also another another part I forgot to say there. You do need the SD card, go on the executor website, and then you would transfer a file. It's like a boot file or whatever it is. Okay. Um, so that's another part. It isn't super hard. It isn't super easy. I mean, for me, it's super easy, but some people might find it a little confusing, especially when you have to load anything onto an SD card. People it's, are like, oh my God. It's definitely not for the general consumer. It's for the people who know what they're doing. And like, right. for example, this is something that like you would get your cousin to buy and then you would install for him because, you know. He doesn't want to take the risk. He doesn't understand it. Or he right? doesn't, yeah, he doesn't understand how this stuff works. So. so I'm not saying buy this. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying if you really enjoy a game, you should be purchasing it and, you know, supporting the developers for sure. Yeah. I just like talking about it because it, it's really cool. And one of the main reasons is, is not so much the flashing uh, write-out games, because you can do that. And they've actually just updated the software to allow uh, Cart 2. So Cart 1 games were like every game that came out, and then Cart 2 games, uh, they were a little bit bigger, and they used like a different format, so like the Mario Tennis and everything, you weren't able to use those oh, the bigger, prior to the new the bigger update. bigger capacity carts. Right, so okay. they call them Cart 1, Cart 2. So now they work with both with the new update. Um, and cool. also, you can, get, you can get them offline if you know where to get them, so you wouldn't even need a cart. But the other really cool thing about this is, and I had a Wii and a Wii U, 
I had the homebrew channel and the homebrew channel allows you to do so many things. Now, this is still kind of fresh. So there's a lot of things coming up, but some of the cool things you'll be able to do an internet browser. Yeah, which they should have done in the beginning, right? Or maybe Netflix player. <laughs> no, is that literally YouTube one player. of the things? Like you can actually I'm pretty the... sure it is. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure it is. But I know for sure right now, the main thing is like, hasn't everyone always held one of these and gone, I wish it was a virtual machine for all the old Super Nintendo oh, and yeah. all the old... Emulation so, of some sort, yeah. So basically they've done that. Ooh. You can set it up as an emulator. You can carry around all your old games That's pretty on cool. the Switch. And you know, like... It's definitely a screen you'd want all those old games on. And it's yeah. definitely like, you know, a, a really good handheld to play will, all these I will old say, games. though, like the only issue with this concept is that for data hoarders, people who like to keep as much on the system as possible, there isn't readily available, really high quality, but cheap, high capacity SSD cards. Like, uh, sorry, SD cards, like the micro SD, SD micro cards. SD cards. Yeah. That's Not the only problem. that. Is that like, also, if I want to have like, I want to have like 500 gigs on this thing and not just like, like I have 128 yeah, online. I but, think you would be like 200 gigs at most. You know, you wouldn't be doing anything over 200 gigs. You can get of, 200 gigs But that's gigs the thing. For, think of those high capacity carts, right? Going, I would say going forward, a lot more games are going to start leveraging that, right? And you're going to run out of space real quick. I would think at this point you'd keep most of your games on, let's say a PC hard drive, and then you would just transfer them over and whatever you want to play maybe like five or, or six at a time or they have a way for you to attach a hard drive in docked mode yeah uh-huh yeah you're defeating the purpose yeah hard <laughs> now drive you got in docked <laughs> mode oh yeah so they but probably yeah, you're defeating will. the purpose <laughs> you are defeating the purpose they probably will have a way for you to do so but, many things this is just hey the, the maybe beginning. now let me let me just put out there a warning if you're deciding to do this and go look it up the the executor uh pro chip for this um the fbi if you is decide watching. to play online <laughs> There's already been a ban wave. Okay, oh, ban really? Wave one. I thought you yeah, were saying already... earlier to me that there they hasn't been any bans yet. Um, like one of the things that? you said to me was that they, they haven't, that you can play online no problem. No, but maybe that's changed since this. we talked about that. I don't think we ever talked anything about that, though. About no, that I at feel all. like in your message you said something to me. I could be wrong. Whatever. You might have misread it. No, I <laughs> you said might you have misread get... it. No, 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 no. I think oh, you sorry. Mis... You said updates are fine. Never mind. Updates are fine. Yeah, not, not banned. So there, there was a ban wave. And so the reason there's a ban wave is let's say you get a game from online. This online game, every card has a specific code, let's say. Okay. You go out there and this code is being used by, you know, 50 people. Nintendo knows. They didn't make 50 cards. You know what I mean? Of, yeah, of yeah. this certain of code. Every, every, code yeah. yeah, every single card has its own code. It's, so it's, one it's of the a things. License. It's, it's literally license, the equivalent right. of you and I using the same Windows license and Microsoft being like, right. no, you can't do that. So, it, you know, like Team Executor wants you to buy a license for every software you get. Nintendo puts a license in every cart that goes out there or a download content, a downloaded game. But yep. so one of the things you want to do for sure is if you're buying this for multiplayer, nah, don't do it. So if you're all about that online gaming, don't do it. But if you are just about that single player, but maybe in the future you want to get rid of it all, you want to back up your NAT. So some people, that might sound scary. Back up what? How to do it? It's really simple to go look it up. But definitely back up the NAT, the original NAT. If you ever want to go back, you can just set it up like it was never touched. As long as you're not going online and using it, of course. I, I don't think our audience is going to even get close to doing this. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not going to lie everyone, to you. I everyone is like, like you were just saying, everyone's going to hear you say the word NAD and they're just going to be like, what the fuck does he mean? <laughs> NAD, like NADs? This thing's got big NADs? Like <laughs> NAD. what the hell's going and on? It's, and I'm pretty sure it's NAND. N-A-N-D. Whatever it is, NAND. sounds like NAD. NAND flash. It's basically Whatever the it part is. of your system or the part of your console that backs up or has the OS on it. 
the original right. OS and kernel. It's too complex for our audience. Too complex. Too com- uh, hey, but no, this is really cool. Them. This is really cool. I just um, thought it was really cool, especially like I said, the main reason is getting all those Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo, all those emulated games with like basically just like we talked about the Retro Pie and and uh, the Raspberry I got on the go. Yeah, and that's so awesome but for I feel me. Like that's if you're an Android person, you can already do this, but not with these types of controls. Not this well made to be a handheld device. What about a game grip? Forget it. It's another part you have to carry around. <laughs> okay, Forget okay. it. I'm trying to. You're I'm not to like most of your more. most of your Android phones aren't you know SD cards. The most phones now are like built-in memory. Some Samsungs, and then you don't want to get a case and have to take off a case to put another like. Nah, forget about it. Yeah, yeah. This is a really cool saying. concept. I don't want to go any longer into it. I just wanted to basically. It's, it's I cool. thought it was really. I cool. will say I, before we move on that I'll admit I have a history, uh, a past history of modding consoles, like way way back in the day. And I will say that while this sounds cool and the immediate upfront is like, oh, I'm going to save money, the long-term headaches of it, and you can, you can attest to this, is kind of not worth it. <laughs> Online gaming has gotten so big now that that's why no one really mods. I remember the last time that mods were really like cool and, and, and still in was when you had your 360 and games were forty nine dollars, <laughs> you know, not wait, not even seventy nine. <laughs> games were forty nine dollars, yeah. and you wanted every game out there, and then you took the risk and you went and you modded your, you know, your console, and you went online, and guess what? You got banned. You could still enjoy all those single play- single player games, but nowadays everyone's playing multiplayer. So, like I said, with the Switch, I don't know how big multiplayer I, is yeah, right now on the Switch. It's it's not that big. I'll say multiplayer is probably there are a few really good games that have multiplayer. You know, like the splatoons the mario karts the mario tennises of the world but i I would say for the most part on the platform i would say single player experiences rule currently right current and i will be 100 percent honest because i do love doing this stuff and i do like figuring this out and i will download no legal games but i will get the executor too you're gonna execute i'm gonna i'm gonna purchase it i've actually looked into purchasing it already but it isn't anywhere local and the last place i looked at wanted like $40 $40 for shipping. And I just Sheesh. can't justify a $65 mod chip and a $40 shipping cost. But well, then you're again, saying is licenses. So you're basically buying the tools to mod other people's console if you can buy them a separate license. Correct. You can do that. And that would, I don't know how legal. So or you'll make your shipping, you'll, you'll make your shipping investment back. I'd have to have by modding certain, one other person's console. By modding one other person's console. Do you want your console modded, Marky? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I I I I refuse to mod any of my stuff anymore cuz of the I ram- totally when I heard about this, I was like this is not Marky's flavor, not anymore. He's not anymore. Totally I, I've been burned modding. too many times in the past and like while while it seems like a great idea at first and and it, oh, it was always that in the past. It's like, "Oh, this is a fucking awesome idea. We're going to we're going to mod our consoles and play online and blah blah blah." But then when you get banned and you're like fuck like when you go on and you're like now i have remember- a 300 dollars brick and i don't want a 300 dollars brick no but wait do you remember having the xbox and being like is is live down or did i get banned <laughs> yes i have to call oh, everybody i know i have ptsd I have over that bro yeah and then you'd go every and you'd day was up- russian <laughs> roulette turning your console on bro every <laughs> day you'd go you'd go and look at what the error code is and you'd Google it to see if that was a banned error code. Yeah, and you're seriously. like, no, Lord, please, no, no, please, no. Uh, yeah, I'm telling yeah. you, I'm scarred from that experience. From but now. that's because I think the 360 was the originator for making everyone play online. That was True. like, their, remember their whole motto was jump in? Yes, I do, I do. And literally, that's what they did. That's the first time 
to me anyways, a console. Forget the Xbox, forget the PlayStation. For me, because my community of friends were all on the 360, it was the first time. Well, yeah, it was the biggest multiplayer experience of the time, right? Like, right. And that's because what it, multiplayer and was, was taking like, off with Gears of War and with Halo. Right. And all. Don't get me wrong, Xbox Live for Halo existed on the, the first original Xbox, but... But like, yeah, that was like the big pivoting point is like every pretty much a majority of the games that ever came out for the Xbox had some sort of multiplayer, whether good or bad. And if you remember in the beginning, everybody was kind of like, oh, multiplayer, who gives a crap about multiplayer? Yeah. Like, seriously, a live? I'm going to pay for live? I I'd will never pay for live. i sit in the same room with people and play games. <laughs> I'm not going to play will... on the internet. <laughs> I will never pay for live. This is useless. This is garbage. Now people are like, oh my god, I got like two days of live. I have to go and pay for another month. And then they're I just like, have oh, mine on auto-renew. Mine just auto-renews every year. Yeah. Mine too. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, let's let's move on. I wanted to say, you uh, you um, you found a Fitbit Ulta. HR. HR, yes. Which just means it has a heart rate. Yeah, heart rate. On it. So how do you feel about this thing? So I, 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 someone found Consider- this and they gave it to me. Okay, someone found it and gave it to you. But I will say... The thing I wanted you, to ask first is the thing right. I wanted to say first is if you listen to our show previously, I talked about the Fitbit Versa. Versa. Yes. Correct. And your immediate reaction was like, ah, Fitbit, blah, 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 screw Fitbit. Okay. So- 100%. And I still think that if you were to talk to me about a Fitbit today, I'd be like, blah, 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 blah. That's good. Now you have one. So what are your thoughts? Now, now I have one. I've got it for free. It's actually funny because when I first got it, I was like, oh, whatever. I got it for free. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll put this on. I needed something to tell the time. As you know, my watch broke. We've talked about this in podcasts before. Yes, my watch broke. Yes, very sad day. Um, so I was like, I just want to tell the time. Then I was like, does this actually connect to my watch? It's such a tiny screen. Does this connect to my watch and give me text messages? You mean, it do, does. Does it connect to your phone? My phone. Sorry, not my watch. <laughs> it connects to my phone. Does this watch via... connect to my other watch? <laughs> yeah, does it connect to my dead watch that no longer works? <laughs> so I was using my old Android Wear LG G Watch R to get text messages. Here's the issue with that watch. Sometimes it charges, sometimes it doesn't. The okay. charger's really old. So wait, that, the watch that is also really works old. with an iPhone? Yes, I told you that. Android Wear is on every platform. It uh, just doesn't have all the features. Yes. So, okay, so same thing with, the, with this. So this receives text messages. You won't receive any photos and you can't reply to them. But my major thing at work is receiving them because yeah. me and my How boss now- read them on that tiny little screen? They, it's really cool, man. They, they, they come across, I don't even know if you can see this. They, they come across the screen. Oh, okay. um, just so they, the letter, they like, read them. The screen usually displays the time vertically, doesn't it? Like, well, you can choose vertically ways, or horizontally. Right? Okay. You can choose. Okay, cool. So you can choose whatever you want. Some people wear it where they, they look at their wrist like this. Uh, I see. If you can see me. So they look at their wrist like uh, Yeah, they look at the sideways. bottom of their wrist. They look Some at people the wear their wrist. watches like that too. Right. So it works like that too, which is and pretty cool. Anyway, I get this thing. I basically just want to use it for telling the time. That's all I want it for. I work. I want to know when my break is or, you know, when this is happening or what time it is, how many hours I got left to get, you know, my ass home. And I don't like to pull out my phone all the time. So boom, I find this thing, I put it on. Awesome. It well, still has battery. Someone else did. Someone found they gave it to me, whatever. That's just, it doesn't matter. Okay. So <laughs> someone gives it to me. They find it. They give it to me. No charger. Okay. No problem. Amazon, two chargers, $8. Nice. Awesome. Charges it. I find out it's got five days of battery life. That's even better. Yeah. Then I find no, out. It's then, got no color display. Right. Yeah. Don't, don't be a hater. So then <laughs> <laughs> okay, I go and continue. I download the Fitbit app Yep. and I'm like, okay, I can connect and get messages and everything. And I'm like, wow, this is awesome. Are this you tracking like, your sleep? I am. <laughs> this is what okay. I wanted to get into. So I, I wear the thing yeah. all night and all of a sudden I start tracking. I've got like four nights 
right now that have been tracking my sleep. By the way, four nights, I haven't charged it. And I wear it all the time. It's really easy to switch bands. This thing is just like totally Okay, convenient. so my question to you is, is Ghost Dick keeping you up at night? It's tapping me on the shoulder every night. And it <laughs> says right on there, it's like you went through awake, REM, light, and deep, and Ghost Dick. So, uh, oh, so it's an option <laughs> on the, okay. It's a new feature so of the any, Fitbit. <laughs> anyways, yeah. I really feel that haterade right now. Uh, like I was saying, with the sleep stages, it's really cool to get this info. I've never thought that I would care about what sleep stage I was in. Yeah. How many calories I was burning or, you know, all this fitness info. And I kind of used the Apple Watch for fitness and I've used my Android watch. But here's the difference. You really don't want the heartbeat rate centers on those going off so much because they kill your battery. Yeah. And and, and where this I is... I don't know, man. You, I know you always say that, but like, I don't ever touch the default heart rate settings on the But you get Apple a day. I get, a day. get, I get a like day. two days on this thing. Do you really? Yeah, I get like two, almost three days sometimes. Yeah, you don't really move much. That's why. I so move listen, a ton. like I was I'm closing my rings all the time. <laughs> yeah, okay. Your rings are really low. <laughs> fuck you. My rings are full. <laughs> yeah, they're full, but what they're like, their actual number to reach is really low. Oh, okay. So I didn't set mine to 1,300 <laughs> calories. My bad. Just, yeah, it is your bad. Anyways, listen, really cool thing about the sleep info. So it gives you a little insight. It's like, at night, your body goes through cycles. It's like, so I'll give you an example of my night. I okay. had 13% last night, one hour and three minutes of awake. Okay, I don't know how the hell I was awake for an hour and three minutes, but supposedly I was awake for an hour and three minutes or 63 minutes. It's typical to see 10 to 30 awake minutes each night. So definitely I'm not typical, but because some of uh, these moments are so short, you may not even remember them, which I don't remember being awake for an hour. In REM, I was eleven percent. It could be those moments where, like, you wake up to turn over onto your belly or onto right, your back. Right, and it uses heart rate, and it uses movement, it uses everything. Right. Yeah, yeah. So eleven percent in REM. REM is typically occurs later at night and has been shown to be important for your memory and your mood. You know, so I was fifty minutes in REM and in light sleep. Believe this or not, you would think like you'd be in deep sleep the most. Yeah. No, five hours and sixteen minutes in light sleep, which is sixty cent sixty six percent of my sleep. And it says here, you might not know it, but light sleep is really important. It typically makes up most of your night and promotes mental and physical restoration. Really? Wow. Right. And then deep sleep, I was only in for 10%, which is 47 minutes of my night. And deep sleep helps you with physical recovery and aspects of memory and learning. If you're feeling extra refreshed, you likely spent some solid time in this stage. Wow. So there's some like... I like that they break it down like that for you. Yeah. So this is... I, I found it really cool. Like today I burned... 5,522 calories. I supposedly, I supposedly exercised or was very active for 154 minutes, which at work going up and down the ladders, just my heart rate's up, right? Yeah. And then it tells you what your resting heart rate is at and what your heart rate is at at the moment. And it gives you like all this info. You can put in how much water you've, you've drank and like what food you've eaten and it'll tell you calories in and calories out. I've just today, I did 10,727 steps. Now, is every step counted as a step? Most likely not. Wow. There's probably times where your wrist is just moving around and, you know, you've got it. Yeah, yeah these I things supposedly, have been engineered to, to not. Yeah, but they're not perfect. But they're not perfect, right? Nothing's perfect. I've also supposedly. So you're insinuating you may have taken more steps than it's actually saying? No, less. Oh, okay. I'm insinuating I've moved my wrist in certain ways, like let's say going up the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew your mind was going to go there. I knew your mind was going to go there. I just knew it. It's on my. <laughs> oh, but I didn't even want to say that. I, I'm I wasn't, surprised. That's not where I was going, but thanks for that. 
I was like, I'm, I'm just picturing you like with the hand that it's on, like walking with your fingers <laughs> oh, okay. on the like the edge of the about. machine or some shit. That's that's what I meant. <laughs> but yeah, I sure. Actually... You get home before your wife, so I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> I was gonna actually say that uh, you close your rings for that reason. Exactly. <laughs> oh, wow, that's so funny. <laughs> Same mentality. But I didn't want We're to be both four years old. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I'm really impressed with the Fitbit. It's actually made me look into. There's one flaw with this Fitbit that I really hate. Which and, is. Uh, <laughs> gets all over the place um what what you, you what? I'm sorry. I said, what you which say? is <laughs> that you said something else dude <laughs> <laughs> I you said something else. wow i didn't say with jizz <laughs> no that's not what i heard anyways <laughs> what did you hear <laughs> that's exactly what i heard okay so listen <laughs> which is <laughs> <laughs> yeah which is which yeah. is it's not waterproof Wow, so this got model, really serious. Model, it's yeah, not this this model in particular is not waterproof. Okay, which uh, one they is? do have the a one few above models that, that are. Sorry, the one above that is waterproof. Yeah, so they've got a lot of weird. Like the names are. Uh, I think it's called the. F I don't even remember. Alta the name, is the, the lowest little... now. Is the lowest tier, isn't it? Is this? I, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Yeah, and then the above that I think is the charge, isn't it? It might be the charge. The charge two. Yeah. Is waterproof? I think. You keep talking so. about it. I'm going to quickly look it up. And look then you've up. got the Versa, which is kind of what I've thought of getting because that's more like a watch. But I'll tell you, one of the things I love about this as well is that you barely feel like you don't even remember it's on your wrist. Yeah. And that, that's honestly a great feeling. The, the band is actually really comfortable. So I've heard that historically that one of the problems with the bands is that they, some people are really allergic to whatever material that they're using. Luckily, I haven't had an issue with that. And bands... Go on Amazon. You could get like eleven ninety nine. You could get like twenty. You can get these bands in metal, leather, whatever you want. So if the band's an issue, it's really not an issue because you can find so another. Band. It doesn't seem like the Charge Two is waterproof. Okay, can I send you the page I'm looking at, and you could look at this first photo here and Dude, tell me and they're it. literally they're literally coming out of a swimming pool right now, wearing it, and I don't know what it's called, but we're gonna find out. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm glad that you like this watch um that you like the this Ulta. i do this i like tracker, it sorry so it's i actually want to tell you something about it sure so first of all i really do like it sometimes the tap i find a little fidgety and annoying because like i tap it but it doesn't turn on but i think it's actually a double tap instead of a one tap when you're not actually touching like putting up your wrist for the gesture that's also one another of the things th i heard it's really bad at yeah okay no i find that well i don't really use it much for the gesture but when i look at it for the time it, it always comes up i don't have an issue with that oh okay the screen is plastic so if you don't know it's plastic it is plastic so scratch is probably a lot easier than glass does another thing is i or personally more, it will visibly scratch more than right i personally came to the conclusion after using this for a few days of wow the major thing i missed from iPhone was the Apple Watch, ah. and I'm enjoying. Ah, here you go. Sorry, quick. The only things that are swim-proof are the Flex Two, which doesn't have a display, and the Versa and Iconic that do have a display. So that 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 one that I sent you there, you see her coming out of the pool, right? I, I swear, I've I've actually when I was looking up a bunch of them, this was one of the ones That's that people really were like, really weird. Because on Fitbit site, if you select swim-proof, the only ones that highlight are Flex Two, which is not the one that's in that picture. Which one is in that picture? That's the Charge 2, right? That's that's the Charge, yeah. Right, and I've heard from reading that the Charge 2 was but Even if was you waterproof. look at the first sentence in this article, if you really want to purchase a waterproof Fitbit, there are options out there, and that's in addition 
and that's in addition to the flex to icon and versa really because that's so weird told you no but this is this is saying that there is another one but according to fitbit there isn't another one that's besides the point what, what, what were you saying before so what i was saying was um basically the thing i've realized is that realistically i wouldn't even need to be using an iphone if i enjoyed using a fitbit yeah true well i mean when you were on android i told you to to try a fitbit versa and you're like no 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 i think no i think you're right and i I was against it and it's just because it i think the fitbit versa is not really cheap and neither is this supposedly this is like supposedly still like 200 dollars. i would never pay 200 dollars for this yeah like on amazon i think i saw it for around 200 dollars when i was looking up the chart crazy Right? Is that not crazy? That is ridiculous. I would never pay. I would never pay. Yeah, dude. 200. This thing is one ninety nine. Right. So when I, I was looking up the charger, never pay one ninety nine for this. I thing. would never. A hundred dollars, maybe one ninety nine. No. No, definitely not. There's no. So, there's no amount of tech in the world that would make me buy this for that price. And Versa, what's that cost? The Versa. The it's Versa, be around... I think, is like two fifty, because it's the cheaper new one. So the iconic is their most expensive. The metal one, or is that the blaze? The, the metal one, yeah. So two forty nine, yeah, I was right. Two fifty, so two forty nine for the Versa, and then uh, the iconic. I think it goes to like three ninety nine or three forty nine or something like that. And the Versa it is, is three ninety nine. Five... The iconic is three ninety nine. Wow. So the Versa is still known for like its five day battery life, or is that maybe why people go for this? The the Versa, from what I understand, the battery life is pretty long. So let me tell you another reason I think people go for this as well, for especially for uh, women. There are some really fancy bracelet like uh bands for this that yes. make it look like jewelry yeah that's that's always one of the things that fitbit has been good at is their accessories for these things are usually really on point and, right and like I you think... were just saying the amount of third parties on like amazon that are making stuff for this it's really good yeah so that's another reason people might want this versus the versa that kind of looks like a toy watch slightly yeah, it's like they tried to make an apple watch and failed right anyways we're spending way too much time on this verse I found. This, or yes. this, uh, the this, uh, Fitbit Alta. is just, uh, but yes, I agree. And I think, um, because we're talking about watches, what immediately came to my head is I looked into that Tick Watch Pro that you were talking about. Right. Uh, and so that the looks tech pretty watch, cool. I like that it's got that watch. two display situation. It's got a dual layer screen. So they're not the first ones to do it. Okay. So I think, uh, I know that, um, what's that GPS company? Garmin? Garmin they make their yes. own watches? Yep, Garmin. They so Garmin, some of the best GPS watches. Right. So Garmin has done this already. And that's how Garmin gets their crazy battery life as well. So they've actually made some watches. The difference is Garmin, from what I understand, their dual layered screen, LCD, OLED. I don't know if they do LCD and OLED, but they don't have a heart rate sensor. So they don't go really into fitness. So this this one does. The only thing about this... Yeah, they, they make running watches. That's why. Right. But you would think a running watch as well. You'd want to know your heart rate for calorie wise. Yeah, and, but they, and... they have like... From what I understand, there are like... The heart rate sensors in watches are not that good. And that the people, the elite, I'm going to call them the running elite, the elite who use a Garmin watch, if they're going to track their heart rate, they would have one of these like... Um, external strap on their chest. Strap on heart rate sensors that are way right. better than a watch can ever be. Right. Okay. That makes sense. So that's, so, that's why I think, and also like until uh, like the watch version of the tech gets way better, it's kind of not worth it for them. Makes sense. So sorry. So the tick, the tick watch pro as uh, viewers have heard on here before, I've actually purchased a tick watch E, which is your budget 
uh, smartwatch for an Android or iOS, but it does run Android Wear 2.0. So it's more compatible, more features with an Android device. You really lose a lot of features. Uh, I've tried actually using an Android uh, watch on my iOS device. You do get some features. You're really missing out on a lot of features. What Google tries to do, and I think this is why they did it. Okay. Uh, you remember when Android Wear 2 came out and they made apps separate for the watch versus the actual phone? It wasn't the same app. So it has its own app ecosystem. So its own app store. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I it's think they did that for... Right. On an Apple Watch. So I think they did that f for iOS as well. Because now you can get all these Google apps on your watch. And they don't have to be dedicated on an app on the phone. Okay. So th that's something you can do. And it gives you a few more features. But still, with text messaging, you have no response. Um, so that's kind of a bummer. A lot of people like using their phone for a quick response for a text message. Um. Their watch. I will say, you meant. Their, did I say their watch? You or? said their phone. Sorry, their watch. Yeah. So one thing I will say is the Tick Watch E, I did like it. It worked really well. I just had that whole issue with the Bluetooth and the incoming calls. And that's more of a software end on Google's end than it yeah. was a hardware with uh, the Tick Watch. I will say the Tick Watch Pro stepped it up. Oh, it yeah. looks like a really good... You know, I wouldn't say super high end, but I'd say but a But it medium. looks like a decent, like, you know, like it those, looks like you ever a see a moment watch? watch? It looks kind of like a moment watch. Yeah, so it, it looks good. I'd buy this watch. I will say one thing before I continue. I think it's a little bit overpriced. What is They're it? They're supposed to be 400? like 350 I think. Okay. You can look yes. it up on Amazon because they got like an Amazon deal there. What, what, have it's you looked it up? It's 249 yeah. US, so it's yeah, most likely like 300. 300 to 350. I'm pretty sure it's around the 350 mark. So 350, you're really not in that budget area where the Tick Watch E was. But it looks like a watch. Like the, the face on the watch in the promos looks like an actual face of a watch. Even though that's probably totally digital, that looks really legit. Okay, so have you actually researched what the dual screen double layer thing is? I did, I did. So like um, the the top level screen is sort of like that's those screens that you'd find on like really old clocks, like digital clocks. Um, or or your really old digital watch back in the day. Oh yeah, or a really old digital watch. And remember like, those watches where you? Sorry, I just have to say this. Yeah, yeah. Those watches where you would like hit the button and everything would turn like that neon green. Yeah, like the blue or neon green. Yeah, yeah. Or the blue or the green, whatever. And that was the only way you could see it in the dark. That's literally what the top layer screen is. Yeah, and it's really cool because that allows, from what I understand, if you run it on that mode most, that's how they save the battery. Right. So what they're saying is. If you were to use both modes, right? So going from your LCD and the OLED full smartwatch, yep. you get around five days, they're saying. People say around three. I'm assuming it depends how much you use all the smart features. Now, if you were to put it into, and I forgot what the name of the mode is. I think it's called essential mode. Yeah. Essential mode would cut off basically all your smart features and just leave it on that. They're saying that essential old mode style. gets you 30 days. 30 days. But it becomes a watch. That's all it becomes. Wow, but that's crazy. It becomes just a watch. Now, here's the downfall of this. They're song. also, sorry, they're also promoting mixed usage is between five and 30 days. Five and 30? Yeah, mixed usage. Yeah. If you, use, like if you use smart life? mode, they say smart mode solely, you're getting two days, which makes sense. Right. It's an OLED uh, or an AMOLED, sorry. Um, and then essential, 30 days, and then mixed is between five and 30 days. So I guess it depends on how often you use that essential mode. Right. If you're on that essential mode most of the time, because you have an option on the watch settings to uh, turn off, you know, uh, race to wake basically on your Apple watch. Yep. If you turn that off, 
it stays in that, let's say, essential mode screen, the LCD screen. Mm -hmm. You save a lot of battery until you tap on it. But if you're always lifting your arm and raising it and you don't leave it on that mode, you're going to kill battery. You're going to be done in like a day and a half, two days. Yeah. Because you're using it just like a smartwatch. Here's the downfall. And I don't know if they can fix this in a newer model later, later on. Okay. But that essential mode, just like your older watches, you can't see it in the dark. Yeah. The brighter it is outside, the better you can see it. But here's the downfall. If you do want to use essential mode and you do work somewhere where the lighting isn't that well or, you know, you like looking at your watch at the club or something, you're always going to be tapping. I don't know why I said the club, but you're always going to be <laughs> tapping on your watch and you're yeah. always going to be bringing up the, the um, AMOLED screen, yeah. which is going to be killing the battery. I mean, sometimes I, I'm when just, you're at the club, you need to know what time it is, right? You do. It's, it's party time. <laughs> you, know what I mean? you, you know, look at the club and be like, yo, it's time to potty. It's definitely time to potty. But seriously, I'm wondering if they could have just added the, the little green or blue backlit to just let you see. Yeah, it in the that's literally what I was about to say. If they could leverage like a very low powered version or, or mode on the actual OLED. Right. Actually where we just, backlight just, to backlight that. Um, like a really, really light light. Yeah, yeah. Something that's like, just enough that you're still saving battery, but just enough to be able to quickly see what the time is, and then it turns off. I wonder if that could be done with the software update. Probably, to be honest. You know who else did a software update? I will say, though, that uh, I think Apple listens to the podcast because uh, they heard us talking about the thermal throttling and how they should probably fix it for the customers. And, Do they, uh, you think they listen to the podcast? No, no, they don't actually listen to the no, podcast. They do. Who do you think gives us five stars on iTunes? It's oh, definitely yeah, it's Apple. It's probably them. But they took our advice and they put out a patch for the thermal throttling. And from what I understand, it's fixed. It is. It's. I'm actually impressed. I've actually looked it up. I was watching a, a YouTube video on it today. Uh, some numbers where they were comparing before update and after update. Yeah. For the both 2018 Pros that are out, I think it's a 15 inch. And what's the other um, size that gets the i9? I don't know if the 13 gets the i9. Does it? No, there's a, there's a 15 and, and another one. There's two 15s. There's two Pros. Oh, is there two 15s? So there's an i7 and an i9. Okay, so maybe that's... I don't know if they're both thermal throttling, but... They, they both got the update. Every... 2018 pro got the oh, update okay, yeah so that helps so the i7 also was i'm assuming getting slightly throttled because its numbers got a lot better really yes its numbers got a lot better and and actually its numbers in um uh what do you call it when you're doing studio video rendering right yes we're even like we're talking like a whole minute faster that's incredible and like 30 30 points higher on there's so much info i, I can't there's even a remember lot so exactly. the guy one of the things i want to say was the guy who put out one of the original videos about his i9 thermal throttling post patch put out another video of like holy geez they fixed it they fixed it i did i seen the real like like they had numbers before where they were like at 100 degrees and they would drop down to like 92 degrees but the cpu would go down to two point something it was ridiculous there's spikes everywhere yeah and then after the software update, they were just like at 190 something, but their their CPU would never drop under, you know, even higher than their I, base, I'm like at three point something. I'm what the actual update did from a technical perspective. I think honestly- Did it ramp up fans inside the system? Like what did it do? I don't think, I think, so when they do software updates, I don't know exactly how it works on the end of how it uses the CPU. Or was it just a bug? That's the other piece. It might've been a bug. Another thing I wanted to say before I continue is that the reason the i7 got a lot better um, time on the rendering video yeah. after, the, after the update versus the i9 is that from what I understand, the i7 has a dedicated video card on the Pro. 
versus the i9. Yes, oh, I, I was really I was, right. So that's why they saw a bigger difference on the on the video editing. Okay. Versus okay. the i9 because they had thought, like some kind of. I thought the i9 would also have dedicated graphics. That's. I think this was a dedicated graphic on the board versus the the processor. Ah, uh, I see. Well, I, I, mean, I don't all know exactly. Intel processors have have a, graphics, but I think the i7 has another dedicated one on the board. I might be totally wrong about this. Okay. I know that maybe that was, maybe is that configuration that they're using. Maybe because I was under the impression that unless they just don't sell the i9 versions with dedicated graphics, meaning that meaning could, a secondary non right CPU non graphics card. CPU integrated graphics. I, I don't know. That could be the case as well. I thought you would know that a lot more than I did, but the video was explaining why, um, you know, the i7 got a 30 second difference or a minute difference versus the i9, which got a two second difference. Yeah. In so video like I was saying to you guys, or, you know, I was telling you in the last episode is that the graphics cards these days is how we get the best juice out of our uh, rendering times, right? Like graphics cards and the CUDA cores and all that stuff. Like that's usually the direction in which video programs are going. They're going towards leveraging GPUs in order to do a lot of the heavy lifting when it comes to rendering. Uh, and so, yeah, so something with dedicated graphics is probably always going to beat something without dedicated graphics. Right. I also have to say 100%, I got to give Apple a shout out. That, that's, that's impressive. Like how long did it take for them to come up with this update? From the the moment that this problem not not was too put long to be honest, it was maybe a couple of days. Like yeah, that that's impressive. Like not many companies do that. No, but I mean they've also like lately been under this weird PR spike, right? Everybody has an issue with something or other about Apple, right? So so they're really trying to like switch the other piece, around, be like yeah. And so the other piece could have just been they're like, hey, like this actually in testing wasn't happening. Why is it happening now? Because I can't I can't imagine them in testing seeing that happen and letting it just no, pass. No, and I don't think so. And that's why I think like maybe this was a bug and that's how they, you know, rectified it with some software. Because generally, like if it's a hardware thing, it's not very often that you can fix it with software. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, even though their software hardware combination, they're so closely integrated. I don't doubt that if it was purely a hardware problem, like their keyboard, for example, no amount of software is going to fix the keyboard. It's, it's a hardware problem. And to talk about you know, if it was a hardware problem, that's what, at least the video I watched, he was saying it was the chassis couldn't handle the heat. And, and that's not the truth because it doesn't have the same issue anymore, but it has the same chassis. It's funny this, that ga that guy, he, once he put out the second video, he was like, I still stand by my, my recommendation that, that Apple should have worked better on the chassis. But again, it's not like, and I don't get it. And I, I may, maybe for next podcast, I have to look into more of the technical details behind what they actually did to solve this problem, you know, because it could have been just like, hey, when the CPU hits this thing, ramp the fans in this in the computer up to like a million percent, you know, the more fans I don't know, because they would be hurting. We disperse more the, heat, so on, so forth. Right? They'd be hurting battery life. And I don't think they've came out saying that, hey, listen, well, now this update came out. Your battery life might be less by 20 minutes. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it might've just been a communication between the software and the hardware that was causing the problem. And Apple just patched it and fixed it that way instead of, you know, any other way. I'd like to bring up a point though. And, yeah. and I just, I find this really funny when we talked about this issue. Okay. You brought it up. Actually, you put it on the show notes and I hadn't even heard about it. And then I hit the link that you put there and I was watching the video and I still really hadn't heard a lot about it. It must've been like something new within that this week, within the time from the last time we put out the show. Yeah. Everybody has been talking about it. You've got, yeah. I see like 
The Verge, I see everybody. Everybody. I see oh, Unbox Therapy. I didn't even watch the video, but Apple's blah, blah, blah. What a hot mess. And it's like, wow, everybody jumps on that. You know, it's funny because I didn't even watch these videos before the the update came out to fix it. Now I'm just wondering how many videos are going to come out. It's saying, great for views. Think about it. It's like it is. It Apple is, is one of the biggest bait. companies. And anytime someone has valuable reason to criticize them in any sort of way, whether whether it's um, gr- good criticism in the sense that like, hey, Apple, you fucked up. You should have actually fixed this or some bullshit arbitrage or, you know, arbitrary reason why they should you know why they hate apple now it's it's one bad press for apple and two it gets clicks bro there are just it people does, like, there are people online who just can't wait for apple to burn to the ground you know it's it's just funny because i saw <laughs> it out there and i was like wow that's just like the time he he bent the the iphone you know and, and don't get me wrong he's actually given praise to apple without him but, but bending lewis, the lewis iPhone, has to stay lewis has to stay close to his character right lewis historically doesn't like apple he doesn't hate Apple, but he's not an Apple fan. That's Lewis. It just always has been. He doesn't rock an iPhone. Uh, he probably uses a Mac because it's probably one of the best pieces of hardware for video editing um, because they, they own Final Cut. And Final Cut, industry-wide, has been known to be the best piece of video editing software. And again, so it's just like this love-hate relationship with the company. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. hey, I have to use your MacBook products for this or your iMac products for this but I fucking hate your phones, right? And so, you know, and again, the controversy, you gotta, you gotta remember, Lewis built a channel on the controversy of the iPhone the, bending. Like, right. the dude bending. is as big as he is today, and I'm not trying to discredit him in any way. He's a great fellow Canadian. He said it himself, it's, it's also because of Ben Gate. It's what, yeah, I mean, like, it put him on the news. It put him it literally huge. on the news, yeah. We, we saw a dude take... An unknown dude, in my opinion at the time, take a $1,200 phone, okay, and bend it in half. Half of the audience was like, holy shit, that's a problem, you know? And then the other half of the audience was like, this dude just broke a $1,000 phone. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, like, again. But it made him a lot more than the $1,000. So. But that's the thing. <laughs> that video now, you go that back, was... it's probably got multi-million views. Yeah. Right? It's probably it's made him a ton of money. It's insane. Right. Talking about bending phones. Yes. I just want to bring this little little snippet in here. Okay. Because I actually watched this today. Jerry Rig Everything did um quality test on our phone we talked about recently, the Find X. Oh, Remember? really? Right. He he did a, a quality test on the phone. So and what, don't is buy it? what is he what is he trying <laughs> to tell us? Trying to tell us don't it's buy really, it? It's really it's really easily bent. Really? Like, Yes, it's Holy. really easily bent, and it's glass on both ends, and it yeah, it and it shatters. Cracks. Wow, it shatters, it cracks, it breaks. He he bent it pretty easily. He needs Go to do one for the, the Vivo. If you want. The Vivo, you know our lovely yeah. favorite company now, Vivo. The one who's got that little pop up. Yeah, Vivo. Uh, shout outs to you. Uh, send us uh, one of your phones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I review phones all the time. Yeah, we will review. We will review it on every podcast. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, uh, was it Voodoo? Voodoo. Hey. We love your hey. whole IO game. Uh, you need to send us some. We need we need pixel refresh skins for our holes. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> I was. About we to need say, a pixel refresh it. skin for our holes. Okay. Yeah. We will talk about this fucking game for the rest of time. That sounds so bad, by the way. <laughs> that sounds yes. horrible. Yeah. I want you to tattoo my hole. 
<laughs> I'm still super addicted to that game. That's great. I'm I still have gotten it. a lot of skins. Yeah, I've yeah. gotten a uh -huh. lot of damn skins. Yeah, I'm still playing. Trust me. I'm I'm addicted. What were you talking about before I interrupted you? Um, no, we're oh, just, yeah, we're we were just talking, talking about, about him. We're talking about Lewis. Yeah, so it's just funny. You're right. Whenever something happens with Apple, Lewis and every other YouTuber out there, this is what they do. They talk yeah. about what's hot. So I'm not. I'm not. You know, that's their job, them. right? They have their, their audience. Job. Their audience I, wants to see this. It's just like it's no different than everything Apple Pro talking about new beta updates. I can't wait for a beta to come out so he can break down what's new in the beta update. Right. Right. Like that's who I look for for that news. Every different YouTuber, every different content creator has their thing that their audience likes the most. Okay. Um, I guess that's going to be it, man. Let's wrap her up. All right. So, um,. Thank you for listening. We appreciate everyone who listens. Um, you can find us on a whole bunch of different platforms, including uh, Spotify, iTunes, Google, uh, Overcast. I even actually found a couple of new places that I've never heard of, and there are probably people on there um, that you can listen to us on. Um, you can find uploads of a video sort of version of this on YouTube. Um, our music, as always, is by Ryan Little. You can find him at soundcloud.com slash I am Ryan Little. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at SparksSLX. You can also follow me on Instagram if you want. It's also at SparksSLX. I have, like, one of the best online brandings ever because I'm so consistent across the board. Um, and you can also engage with both of us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash pixelrefresh. Uh, Mario here has been uh, posting stuff there. Uh, no, he hasn't. I know he hasn't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks everyone for listening. <laughs> and we will see you guys next week. <laughs>